The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. The days of struggling are over. The days of hand to mouth are over. The days of being tenants on this earth are over. Your time to own the land has come. I said your time to own the land has come. Because the earth belongs to your father. In the name of Jesus. Alright, if you are ready, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Psalms. Well, I'm sure uh, Pastor Zama did a great job whilst I was away. Amen. Amen. <laughs> the church was full. Everybody was working. The messages were just on point. Uh, it was a great blessing. I love him more than anything else on this earth. I'm, I'm tempted. I started praying, Father, don't take my job away from me. Uh, please don't let her take my job away from me. Uh, I know some of you are going to come to me after the service and say, Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Zama preached a better message last week. But remember, the Bible says we are not supposed to compare. <laughs> don't forget that. Uh, I have been a little rusty. I haven't preached for some time, so you know, <laughs> if I miss my points, just give me time. Just give me some time. Just give me some time. Amen. I'm coming. I'll catch up soon. Amen. Base. Take out the base, please. All right. Psalm 66, verse 12. Psalm 66, verse 12. I read, it says, Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but thou brought us out into a wealthy place. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm starting a two-part message that I have titled The Wealthy Place. The Wealthy Place. Say with me, The Wealthy Place. Oh, say it again. Say with me, The Wealthy Place. How many of you want to come into your wealthy place? Oh, let me hear you. How many of you want to come into your wealthy place? Hallelujah. Now, please understand that we serve a God who owns everything on the surface of the earth. Amen. The Bible described him as the cattle, the cattle upon a thousand hills belongs to him. It says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The earth, the earth is the Lord's. And who is the Lord? He is my father 
and your father. So our father owns the whole world. He owns the whole earth. And therefore, if our father owns the whole earth and the whole world and everything in it, then that goes to means that our father is not broke. Our father is blessed. Our father is wealthy. Our father is extravagantly wealthy. There are no words that can describe his wealth. And if our father is wealthy, that presupposes that he will never give birth to paupers. He will never give birth to poor children because whatsoever belongs to my father is mine. Whatever belongs to my father is mine because if he has it, I also have it. Are you following what I'm saying? So, it is important for us to have that understanding as children of God or else we will never inherit this earth. I am going to be saying some very strong things. It's actually a one-part message, but I've decided to stretch it to two so I don't rush through it so you can understand the significance of this word. Your life will never be the same again. Amen. The days of struggling are over. Amen. The days of hand to mouth are over. Amen. The days of being tenants on this earth are over. Amen. Your time to own the land has come. Amen. I said your time to own the land has come. Amen. Because the earth belongs to your father. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So the scripture we read, the Bible says that thou has caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and we went through water, but thou brought us out into a wealthy place. Now the reason why men rode over our head was because we were not in the wealthy place. The reason why we went through the fire and the waters was because we were not in the wealthy place. I remember there was a time where we came to Crawley. Our landlord, I remember in those days, we had a small room and we had a child. So uh, my wife and I and our child were sleeping on the same bed. Our bed was our living room. It was our everything. It was our dressing room and everything. And one day the landlord decided to just change the locks. He changed the locks. And we came back from church. We then had the church in Hackney. We came back very late and the locks were changed. He wouldn't allow us in. We had nowhere to sleep. We slept in the car. We slept in the car that night. As a matter of fact, that whole afternoon we slept in the car. I think we had just started this branch. So we came to church in the morning 
And when we were trying to get home, he had changed the lock. So we had to go and park at a garage somewhere and sleep in the car and wait for evening a little bit for us to go to Hackney and preach in the main branch and come back. And we were coming back. I was not certain where I was taking my wife and my child to. We slept in the car. You see, when you are poor, men will ride over your head. I want you to be so angry with poverty. I want you to be so radical about what I'm teaching. Now, if you like poverty, praise God. If you like it, we'll bury you poor, we'll sing praise the Lord, hallelujah for you, and you'll go to heaven and walk on streets of gold. But I would rather taste the streets of gold here on earth, if yes, so that when I get to heaven, I'm not shocked. Hallelujah. So the time has come for us to own properties. Let me hear living amen. Amen. You see, so long as we are dancing and shouting and screaming in church, the devil doesn't care. But the moment we start possessing the earth, that's when the devil knows there are some people around. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? So the time has come for us to move into where God wants us to be. And God is bringing this church into the wealthy place. I've seen it already. I've seen, I've seen it already. I've seen you in the wealthy place already. And what I've seen, whether you like it or not, I've already seen you there. So you can't remove yourself from there. I've seen you there. And I can see what God is doing in this church. The testimonies are just mind-blowing. So your time has come. So question, where and what is the wealthy place? Where and what is a wealthy place? Please understand that the wealthy place is not is not a geographical location, but a place of abundance and satisfaction. The wealthy place is not a geographical location, but a place of abundance and satisfaction. So that therefore means that if you want to enter into the wealthy place, you have to change the way you think. If you can't think it, you can't enter into it. If you can't think it, you cannot enter into it. So to enter into the wealthy place, you, have, you first have to imagine yourself in it. You have to first see yourself in it. The moment you see yourself in it, then you'll begin to walk in it. That's why Proverbs 23 verse 7, it says, as a man thinketh, so is he. 
So if you can't think it, you can't enter into it. You first have to think it before you enter it. Are you following what I'm saying? So if your mind is not changed, you cannot enter into the wealthy place. I'll give you an example. We all know this story, the prodigal, the story of the, the parable of the prodigal son. The man had two sons. The younger one came to his father and said, give me everything that belongs to me. And he went away, wasted it. And when he came back, the father threw a big party for him and his brother was upset. The brother's reason for being upset is, I've been here with you. You never killed a little goat or cow for me. You never threw a party for me. But this son of yours have just come back and you are giving him a big party. And listen to what the father said to the elder son. The father said, all that I had is yours. So he was in it, but he didn't know that it was his. Could it be possible, could it be possible, saints, that the house you are renting is yours, but you don't know it belongs to you, and someone who is from the world is riding over your head. And what you don't know will kill you. God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Saints, it's time to take over. Amen. I, God did not call me to lead a bunch of people who are going nowhere. Yeah. God has called me to lead a group of people who are billionaires, who are millionaires, who are making waves. Amen. When they step somewhere, they leave a footprint. When an, aunt, when an aunt goes through London, you won't see no footprint. But when an elephant goes through London, you'll see a footprint. And you are coming into that season of wealth that everywhere you step, there will be footprints of yours in the name of Jesus. Let me hear living amen. Let me hear radical amen. Let me hear faith-filled amen in the name of Jesus. So to enter the wealthy place, you have to change your mind. If your mind is not renewed, you cannot enter into the wealthy place. So to, to think right, we, ha- we first have to do what? Renew our mind. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. It says, be ye not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So that means until your mind is renewed, you cannot even handle the will of God. (laughs) This is good stuff. Until your mind is renewed, you can't even handle the blessing. Do you know the reason why church people fight churches for talking about tithes and offering? Because their minds are not renewed. Yeah, yeah. 
Because if you know what is in need for you, you will not fight it. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you have malaria, and the only drug that will cure that malaria is an anti, what is it? Anti-malarial tablet. And you have malaria. Let's assume you have it. And the only way that malaria will be cured is for you to take an anti-malarial tablet. Will you take it or not? Will you criticize the tablet? No. Will you insult the manufacturer who manufactured it? No. Will you criticize him? No. no. So if you have poverty, the cure for poverty is the tithe. Oh, help me, Jesus. The cure for poverty is the tithe. Because God says, bring ye all the tithe into my storehouse and I'll open the windows of heaven and I'll pour out a blessing that you may not have room enough to contain it. So if the tithe is what will cure your poverty, why are you criticizing the tithe? Why are you criticizing what will cure you? Because if you don't take in the anti-malaria tablet, you will die. If you are not cured from poverty, sickness will kill you. Poverty will kill you. Are you following what I'm saying? So, if your mind is not renewed, you can't handle the blessing. If your mind is not radically renewed, you cannot handle the blessing. Those of you who have iPhones or Android phone, every so often, the companies upgrade the softwares. They upgrade the apps. And what do you have to do? Click upgrade. If you don't upgrade it, your phone will malfunction. Some of you have not upgraded your mind, so you are malfunctioning. Oh, God, help me. You see, you have not upgraded the software. What's the software? Your mind. Your mind can't handle it. Every time we talk about the blessings, here, oh, there they go again. But you like nice things. There's no human being that don't like nice things. Don't you like the dress my wife is wearing? It's a nice dress. Praise God. Those of you are not clapping. There's something, there's something wrong with you. I need to cure you of not liking nice things. Are you following me? Everybody likes nice things. Everybody likes what? Nice things. And so to be able to access the whole blessing, the fullness of blessing, we have to upgrade the software so we can stop malfunctioning. <laughs> so the question we're going to ask is what is the will of God concerning your life 
in regards to the wealthy place. What is the will of God concerning your life in regards to the wealthy place? Let's answer that question by reading 3 John 1 and 2. 3 John 1 and 2. It says, Beloved, I, I want you to, if you are taking notes, where you see I, I want you to put God in capital letters there. G-O-D. Big G, big O, and big D. It says, Beloved, I, God, wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So even God has a wish. And guess what God's wish is for you? Not for you to pray more, not for you to fast more, not for you to dance more, but God's wish for you is to have wealth. God said, I wish above all things, above prayer, is prayer part of all things? Yes. Is fasting part of all things? Yes. Is sickness part of all things? Yes. God says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper. So even God wants you to prosper. God's will for you is to what? Prosper. A time is coming where there will be young men in this church, 22 year old, 30 year old, 25 year old. They will be working in the billions. They will be working and flowing in the billions. I decree it. And whatsoever I call, it will become. I call it forth and therefore it shall become it. The 10 richest men in the whole world will be in Solution Chapel International. I don't know whether that's you. I said the 10 richest men and women in the whole world in my lifetime will be in this church. And I'm speaking to them right now. If you like it, it will come to you. Remember, you can't attract what you hate. What you dislike, you cannot have access to. What you criticize, you can't have. If you like it, it will come to you. So God's will for you is to prosper. I said God's will for you is to prosper. I said God's will for you is to prosper. Now let's release our faith. Say with me, God's will for me is to prosper. Say it again. Say, God's will for me is to prosper. Say it again. God's will for me is to prosper. Say it with conviction. God's will for me is to prosper. Say it with deeper conviction. God's will for me is to prosper. Do you want to prosper? Yes. You will prosper. Amen. You will prosper. Amen. I said, you will prosper. Amen. I said you will prosper. The days of poverty are over. 
the days of always say, oh, I wish. I wish if I have money, uh, I wish I'll give. I wish I'll give an, an offering. Oh, I wish. No, you will not wish anymore. God wished it for you so you can have it. I said, God wished it for you so you can have it. So therefore, I decree an open heaven over you. I decree supernatural wealth transferred into you. Receive it right now. I decree it right now into your life in the name of Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. Look at God's will for your life. It says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor that you through his poverty might become rich. (laughs) So Jesus became poor so you don't have to be poor. I said, Jesus became poor, so you no longer have to be poor. God wants you to be rich. I said, God wants you to be rich. Now, I don't know if you've traveled a lot in the plane. The most noisy part of the plane is the economy class. So much noise. They call the air hostesses. Can I have water? Water, water, water. <laughs> have you not noticed that when you are in the play economy class, you see the, the, the what's that thing? When they press to call their attention. Yeah. Every second, calling, calling. Now, those who are in first class and and business, they don't press. You don't have to press anything. They bring to you even when you don't want it. (laughs) Those days of being in economy are over. (laughs) Now, let me tell you something. The food people eat in economy is different from the food we eat in business and restaurants. <laughs> uh, now, 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 if you are in the economy, don't worry. God will upgrade you. Praise God. I said, God will upgrade you. So far as you are not offended and upset, why well, is a pastor flying business and, 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 and first class now? Why is a pastor? I'm flying business and first class and you're upset. What happens when you see my, my private jets? What, what will you do? What will you do? Huh? Now, have you noticed? Go to, go, to, go to car parks. When you see the alarm going off, ping, 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 it's not because somebody has touched the car. Because the car has sensed the presence of a poor man. <laughs> Yeah. 
because there are some cars, they are allergic to poor people. Are you following what I'm saying? Solution is time. It's time to break into the wealthy place. I said it's time to break into the wealthy place. Because God's ultimate desire for us is to own the land. Is to own the world in the name of Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 and 4. The Bible says, Beloved, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. Now look, in the past, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So we were already blessed before we showed up. And this blessing is in Christ. And the only way we can access this blessing is when we are in Christ. Verse 4 says, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So you were already blessed before you showed up. And the time has come for you to just manifest what you were already made before time. And before the end of this season, you will manifest it. I said you will manifest it in the name of Jesus. Solution, I said you will manifest it. I said you will manifest it in the name of Jesus. A time is coming. There are men and women in this church who will have employees, 500 employees. 500 employees. A time is coming. There are, there are men and women in this church who have 4,000 employees. 4,000 employees. Receive it solution. Receive it solution. A time is coming. You will not be able to quantify the amount of money in your bank account. Say a good amen to that. That's God's will for you. Listen, quickly as we get ready to close, poverty was never part of God's redemption package for his children. Poverty was never part of the package. Don't allow the devil to deceive you. Poverty was never part of the package. Struggling was never part of the package. Sickness was never part of the package. So what was part of the package? Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. It says, Christ, the anointed one, the anointing, has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For us it is written, curse is everyone that hangs on a tree. Verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So Jesus died so that we can have access to the blessing of Abraham. 
to the blessing of, now Abraham was so wealthy that Jesus could not allow his blessing to go waste. So Jesus have to die to redeem that which was ours in time. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. So you and I are blessed. I said we are blessed. I said we are blessed. We We were redeemed from the curse of the law to walk in the blessing. What is the curse of the law? Poverty is part of the curse of the law. Sickness and diseases are part of the curse of the law. Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law so that we will walk in the blessing. say hallelujah there is a grace that has been released right now I receive it there is an enabling grace that has been received right released right now (laughs) there is an enabling grace that has been released right now Receive it. Put your faith to work. Call it forth. Call it forth. Call it forth. God is your source. The word is your supply. He uses systems and people as channel to get them to you. Call it forth. Anything that is blocking the channel is removed now. Anything, anything that is blocking your channel of blessing is removed now. You see, why? Because most of the time, most of the time, listen, it's not that God is not releasing the blessing. The blessing has already been released. But most of the time, the channel has been blocked by something. And everything that is blocking that channel is removed now. Every human element that God has released resources into their hands to bring to you that are delaying, we quicken their steps now. I said we quicken their steps now. In the name of Jesus. So receive it. Receive it. As we get ready to close. God's original design for us is to always have more than enough. More than enough. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. It says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power which worketh in us. Exceedingly, abundantly. Above all that you can ask or think. Can you stretch your imagination? Yes. Can you stretch your imagination? Can you imagine 
God giving you the whole of this land. The Bible says that the wealth of the unjust, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for his children. Are you a child of God? Are you a child of God? Then get ready for the wealth transfer. We have seen it many times in this church. Not once, not twice, many times. Many wealth transfers in this church. Many. And there's more coming. Amen. I said there's more coming. Amen. Next week about this time, somebody will testify of a wealth transfer. Amen. Tomorrow about this time, somebody will testify of a wealth transfer in the name of Jesus. Why? Because God wants you to have more than enough. Luke 15, 17. The Bible says that when he came, this is the story of the prodigal son, you know. It says, and when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough to spare and I perish with hunger? God wants you to have more than enough. Even the servants in your father's house have more than enough. (laughs) I don't want to get excited. I just want to give this to you as God gave it to me. Even the servants in your father's house have more than enough. That's why I want you to stretch your imagination. Begin to think big. Nobody will imprison you for thinking big. Nobody will imprison you for imagining big. You can't come and handcuff me for saying the 10 richest men will be in this church. Can you? No. 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 I'm calling it. I'm calling it. I'm part of the 10. I'm number one for, for information because it has to first start from the head. And if you are not upset about me having it, you will have it. The anointing first starts from the head, and then the neck, and then the dress, and then it gets to the very soul. Don't never say you are number one. You can't be number one. I always have to be number one. Praise God. That's how it works in this kingdom. That's how it works. Praise God. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't, you can't say, why is he saying? No, this is a blessed church. It is. This church doesn't have an overdraft. For the past years that we've, we started, even when we're one, we didn't have overdraft. When we're two, we didn't borrow. We've never done anything on credit. We don't, the bank have written to us several times, we want to give you overdraft facility. We don't want it. We have a draft facility that is not over, which is on from the earth, but in abundance and excess from heaven. Hallelujah. We have never lacked. Never lacked. Never borrowed. Never borrowed. We are paying school fees for university students 
across the world. Was it this month or last month? My wife and I, we paid a whole year's school fees for an orphan. One year. One whole year. Come on now. That's a blessing. That's a, and we are not talking about small money. It's big money. <laughs> it's big A whole year, including their, their accommodation, their fees, everything. One year in advance. One year in advance. Poor people can't do that. And God wants you to do more. Amen. You can do more. Now, listen to me. When we talk about the wealthy place, don't just think about you and your family. Yeah, that's right. Come on now. Right. That is too small. Yeah. We are talking about entire nations. Yeah. We are talking about you being a blessing to an entire nation. Yeah. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. God says, I will set you above nations. Come on. So don't just think about uh, pastor's talking about wealthy place so you limit it and be myopic and think about oh me my husband, my wife my children, no it's more than that it's more than that I said it's more than that quick question and then we close why are many believers not in the wealthy place why are they not in the wealthy place? Galatians 4, 1 and 2. This is the reason why many Christians are not in the wealthy place. It says, now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, differed nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. That's why many Christians are not in the wealthy place. Why? Because they are still babies. Their mindsets are babies. They can't handle big stuff. <laughs> big money is flying over their head. But they are just sitting there. They, they have no clue. They are just shouting in tongues. Shanda, shanda, give me my bow tie. <laughs> All they are praying about is bow tie, bow tie. No. Come on now. Come on now. God wants to make you landlords. Houses. Houses and cities you did not build. Are you ready for the wealthy place? It's time to mature. It's time to grow. It's time to break free from little mindset. Listen, you can be in the UK and be poor. When I was driving, when I was, you know, I was in the US, I saw people, people who are born in the country, standing by the roadside and begging for money. I looked at one of them. I wanted to give him money. I said, no, no, if I, if I give him money, I am, I am encouraging this poverty mindset. He is in the land of the free and still begging. He is in the land of the rich and still thinking poor. 
One of them, when I drove past him, he was so angry, he dropped his card and his empty cup on the floor. As I look at this mindset. <laughs> so, listen, the wealthy place, like I said, is not a geographical location. There has to be a shift in your mind. Nelson Mandela was in a prison, yet he saw himself as a president of a whole nation. It's not your geographical location. You first have to shift your mind. Shift your mind. Shift your mind. Shift the upgrade the software. And then you begin to see it. Have you noticed that rich people only befriend rich people? Yeah. Yeah. Poor people only attract poor people because they are always criticizing the rich. I don't, I don't have friends who are pastors who have small, small churches. No, no, no. Because pastors who have small, small churches, all they are talking about is criticizing this, this. That. No, no. I, I don't have time for that. I am an eagle. I am an eagle. Eagles fly alone. Are you following what I'm saying? I have a big mega church mindset. I see five million in this church. That's what I see. Now I cannot go and associate myself with somebody who who has two members and fighting. No, come on. And thinking, how much was the offering today? No, no, the offering is not my source. The tithes and the listen. I'm not teaching this so you, you say, oh, the pastor wants tithes, oh, the pastor wants tithes and offering. No, 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 no. Listen, you are not my source. God is my source. God is my source. The word is my supply. Systems are my the channel he uses to bring them to me. Have I ever knocked on anybody's door in this church? Anybody and say, can you, can I, can I borrow salt and pepper? No. Anybody? No, come on now. I am a blessing to men and women in this church. Blessing to them. So I want you to get this right. I'm teaching this to help you. Not for me, for you. It's for you. It's for you to change the way you talk. To change the way you think first and change the way you talk and then now change your location physically. It's not for me. It's for you. Are you following what I'm saying? So don't say, oh, that person is teaching this because he won't. No, come on now. Come on. My integrity is above board. I have taught you in this church for years. I've never even asked any of you, do you tithe or not? I have not. I have not come to you individually to ask you, do you tithe? Never. Because you are not my source. God is my, if I switch it around, I have missed the equation. There is no one person in this church who will say, oh, because of my tithes and offering, that's why this church is there. What? You? You? Who are you? No. You and I are nothing. 
Are you following what I'm saying? So it's time for us to shift. Listen, listen, we are not here to blend into society. We are here to take over. Listen to me carefully. You and I are here to take over. It doesn't matter where you were born. You and I, so far as you are in this church, we are here to take over. I said we are here to take over. We are here to buy shopping malls. There will be shopping malls that will belong to individuals in this church. There will be shopping malls that will belong to an individual in this church. We are here to take possession of everything in our vicinity. That's what we are here for. Some of you own businesses, you'll be sleeping and money will be coming on a daily basis. Are you receiving it? When I was when I was in Chicago, it was a blessing to see a church own shopping mall. I said, wow, this is how it's supposed to be. I was walking in the shopping mall. I said, yeah. This is, I can see my future. Yeah, yeah, I can see my future now. The things I used to say, I can now see it. Glory be to God. And that's, that's where you are coming into. I said, that's where you are coming into. In the name of Jesus, I want us to be radical and to say, God, last week or week ago was our enough is enough service. We said, God, I've had enough. Enough of hand to mouth. It's time to break into the wealthy place. And there was a prophetic word that God gave this church those of you who don't come to weekday services two weeks ago that before the end of this year every single member of this church will own their own properties see you're not you see see you see the moment moment I said it you were thinking oh pastor uh, I earn 12,000 pounds a year? No. It's not by power. It's not by what you earn. There's a, there's a couple shared a testimony uh, two weeks ago. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.